right, the holidays are coming, and so Nicole and I wanted to do a special holiday episode because we've got some challenges this year. Yeah, things are not, for most families, things are not going to look exactly the same as they do. Um, We all love our regular traditions, Mm -hmm. and this year, sometimes those might not carry through like usual, and we felt like we needed to talk about that. Yeah, and have a conversation around what can we do to still create a memorable holiday experience with our family and loved ones and what role does gratitude play in that we actually entitled this holidays don't have to suck because what the way that we react to the changes that are going on and how the holidays are going to play out our kids are going to soak that in like a sponge Mm -hmm. so i think today we need to talk about it so that we can realize that the holiday 2020 could be maybe the most memorable ever. Yeah. And what opportunities exist during this time to just do something different that we might all really enjoy. So we hope you enjoy this holiday episode, this Thanksgiving edition of Enough. Okay, so Thanksgiving is coming. Yes. And it's most likely going to look different than Thanksgivings have ever looked before. And Thanksgiving is my favorite day of the year. I love Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. Ours are definitely going to look different. Um, Every single year, my parents travel from Illinois, my dad and my stepmother. And we have this, we have uh, several traditions that go with that. One of the things is we do a movie marathon of some sort or we do like a tv series marathon it's it's every year we pick something different and we watch it um it's cozy the fire is burning and we watch it like the night before then we hit thanksgiving then we have our meal and then we do the the series afterwards and they're not going to be here this year so that looks different yeah that's a story for a lot of families our holiday is our Thanksgiving holiday is going to look different too. And it can easily start to get you down because you love the holidays, you love those traditions and you don't want to miss out on those opportunities that we've had before or miss out on those traditions we've had before. But if we stay in a place where we're just bummed out about the situation, then we're going to miss the opportunity that's available in this time. And so that's what we want to talk about today is how can the holidays not suck by our mindset? What can we do to change that? Because it just is what it is. Like we can get mad at the situation. We can be just ticked off about COVID or we can just say it is what it is, right? And I cannot change that situation. No, nothing's being done to us. I mean, right? You know, this. I mean, of course, that's this pandemic is happening. But mm-hmm. yet, it goes back to we had several episodes before. Remember, we talked about the milk spilt, or somebody spilled the milk during this mm-hmm. time that plans are changing. I think a lot of people are feeling like there's somebody spilling their milk like they want to put blame somewhere they want to feel frustrated about something when the fact is just like you said earlier the situation is the milk spilt it is what it is 
Yeah. And you know, it, you can also feel resentful because you may feel like somebody doesn't want to be around you or you are apprehensive to be around a group of people and rejection comes into play. Like emotions are getting higher. Feelings are getting hurt. Yes. Um, fears are coming out and we really need to offer a really big spoonful of grace during this time because people are not meaning, I don't believe to hurt people, but they are like, it's just happening. And part of it is just how we're internalizing things too. Yeah. A lot of people are handling the changes of this pandemic differently mm -hmm. and it's become well, you know, you guys are on social media. Yeah. Like it's become, people are obsessed with the differences and then yeah. that's tearing, that's tearing families apart. I think during mm -hmm. this time, that is going to be something as mothers that we need to be super intentional about mm -hmm. is that this, what is happening right now is not happening to tear our family apart. Right. It's, it's a situation to accept and then we get to create something great out of it. Yeah. But we have to be intentional about that. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things you and I were talking about earlier is the way that we talk. Let, let's say, and this is not happening, this is not our story, but what? let's say there is family strife that comes out of this. Like, people mm -hmm. are angry. Maybe one family member feels that it's unreasonable to not be able to gather, and the other family member doesn't want to gather. And so there becomes hurtful words might get exchanged frustrations and our kids are they're learning how to deal with situations by the way that we respond to it if yeah hold on let's think about this too it may be that a family member is okay gathering with certain other family members but not the entire family as a whole too like it it might not be an all-or-nothing situation yeah, I mean, listen, okay, so I'm even jumping forward because this is going to, we have two holidays ahead of us. Like, there's going to be two big traditions for most families that are going to be affected mm -hmm. by the current situation. What I like to call is the great pause. So there's two different scenarios. So I talked about my what I love about Thanksgiving and the changes that are going to be, but we still haven't decided what Christmas looks like. And when you talk about some family members feel more comfortable gathering than others. Mm -hmm. Our family coming from South Carolina is kind of, we're coming like with the plague with us. <laughs> our children are in school. Right, yeah. Back in yeah. Illinois, our family there, they're not in school. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, my kids are playing sports and going to gymnastics. Yeah. So we are looked at as potentially being more dangerous than another family member. I could be very offended by that if mm -hmm. I chose to take that mindset. Mm -hmm. I could be angry. I could feel like not valued. I could feel like somebody else is loved more than, uh, more than us. I could feel kind of like black sheeped out by it. But that, that is not the case. The case right. is, the scenario is what it is, and we are a family that has different activities than different members of our family that live into a different location. 
my children, if all the grandchildren get to hang out with the grandparents, but my children don't, my children, if I'm taking on a resentfulness that we are not being accepted in, then that could be contagious to my children. And think of how that make them feel. Yeah, it would make them feel like, oh gosh, my grandparents don't want to see me. Yeah, what's wrong with me? But I love what you said that um, y- how you clearly explain the differences of what's going on in the communities right now, the two different states. But and that's the differences that are even going on between household and household. Absolutely, it with neighbors mm-hmm. because everybody's situation is different. You know. Yeah. And so, how do you take this situation and? Make it not be devastating. Make hurt and resentfulness and anger not be a long-term play that comes from this. And still express your love for the family members, even if you can't be around each other. And I think that is where gratitude is so important because it starts with your mindset. It doesn't start with the situation. It doesn't start with the pandemic. It doesn't start with your own personal situations or the situations within your household, it starts in your mind. Mm -hmm. How are you going to choose to address it? How are you going to choose to see it? Because I had a moment of like, like a pouty afternoon, like, no, I want to go to Thanksgiving with my family. I want to be around them. This is what I love. And my husband's a game warden. Ken, you know, Ken's a game. My husband's a game warden. So Ken said, I don't, I mean, it's one meal. And to him it is because he can't, his, his Thanksgiving is different than ours because he's working. But our Thanksgiving is from Wednesday to Saturday. And right. I was like, it's not one meal. Oh, Golly, like we're married and our Thanksgivings are different, you know? And so it took him a minute to even realize why I was so upset about this. I was like, we go up on Wednesday and I told him all the things that we do and we're all staying together, which he knows, but he just didn't experience it, right? And so like we did, I did honestly have a minute like, no, I don't want it to be like this. And then I thought, well, yeah, I cannot want it to be like this all I want. It is it's like it this. Is. Yes. So how can we make it better? Like, how can we make the best of this situation? How can we take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to us? And I had all these big ideas and Ken was like, no. And I thought, why not? Like, this is a, this is a great idea. And he was like, Didi, I'm not going to be able to go with you. I'm working. Oh yeah. I mean, we've been married 20, 20 years and I'm it, but my Thanksgiving experience was different. And I was trying to think of how to make it really great for my girls. And we're still talking about the ideas, but it's, there's no longer any like sadness about it. It's just like, okay, how can I make it better? And so I'm thinking of ideas of how I can still show and express my love and gratitude for my family, but I'm grateful that they're all here. I'm grateful I can talk with them. You know what I mean? 
And so making that shift in my mindset, like it was like opening a window where you could see bigger, you could see more opportunity light was in instead of just doom and gloom. I'm mad it can't be the way that I want it to be. I think that that's one thing, the fact that you're talking about opening the window to look at the opportunity out there. I think opening the window, meaning plan for it to be different. You know, yes. if, if people are holding on to, even if they're hoping still that it's going to be the same, we know that it just takes one temperature, one person with a fever mm -hmm. to change events this year. Mm -hmm. So planning to be flexible this year is, I feel like, a must. And yes. anybody that doesn't is in a very bad positioning to be disappointed because mm -hmm. their expectations then won't be met. They'll be out of control and they'll be disappointed. So in my, like, I started going through some ways that we could plan differently. A lot of times when it comes to Christmas and traveling, we send gifts home. Like, we don't pack the car full of gifts and take them home. That would be like not, I have too many people. There's six people in our family. So we have to, all the gifts have to be shipped ahead of time. Mm -hmm. This year, that's not going to be the a very good option. I have to plan differently because it could be, just a simple fever that keeps us home. And I certainly wouldn't want all the gifts to be in Illinois if my family's gonna be home. Right. What that would be doing is setting my family up for disappointment. Mm -hmm. So I have to make different decisions this year. And I am totally okay with that because I have decided that I'm going to be flexible and grateful and excited about whatever comes our way. Like we can make it fun. I just have to think of new ideas and new things. Yes. Open up the open up the doors and look out there. But I fear there are some people that are holding so tight onto the way that they feel things should look and that could come completely unraveled and become a mess when we when things don't look the way they that they expect them to look. Mhm. Mm yeah. And as the, as the moms and dads of the family, um, it only takes one of us to get in a really bad mood over mm -hmm. it. And man, it's going to become contagious throughout the rest of the family. And if we get salty when we talk to somebody else in our family, they're going to be salty. Watch how you communicate over text too. Like take a minute and say, ugh is my frustration coming out mm -hmm. because I was talking with a lady this week actually this was so funny and um, her family doesn't really get together very often like they're just spread out everywhere her brother and sister don't live near her her parents and so they were all getting together last week for a family trip and it happened to be on election night and she said we get along really well but a lot of people went to bed angry on Tuesday night because of different comments that were made and tensions were already high around it. And I thought, that's gonna be the holidays. You know what I mean? Like, tensions are already high. People yes. are already like coming in at a high level of this is craziness, not like with, the election but in life like in general the everything world. that's happening the world yeah. yes 
this has been a long year um, and it only takes a few comments to set somebody off or a sneeze of a kid. Yeah. Think of, think about yes. how a cough or a sneeze or a fever of a kid could spin people into. Okay. That's a perfect example. Your toddler is teething and they're a kid that runs a fever whenever they're teething. Do you not go to the family event because they have a fever, even though you're like 99% sure it's from teething? Are you a family member that is like, how are you going to behave? Like, how's that situation going to play out for you? And I think this is when we exactly like you said, we have to be willing to be flexible. Mm -hmm. We have to be willing to step away from the way that we want things to be. And realize, okay, I might miss out on something that I really like, but I need to have a lot of love for other people, right? And so that's why we're not going to Thanksgiving this year because of our situation. Our kids are in school. My daughter's working at a restaurant. We're going to Bible study. Like, we're doing a lot of things with mask on. <laughs> And social distancing, but we're still doing, doing a, a lot, lot of, of things. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's out of love and respect for other people that you need to be making your decisions during this time and not out of selfishness for what you want. Yes. I mean, that's, I've tried to make, put that message to my family that um, I will, I am open to however you're feeling mm-hmm. and I'm going to love you well through that like do the, I will abide by any guardrails that you need to put up to make you feel safe and loved by m- me and by the family like that and I will adjust to anything that happens it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have a moment of being disappointed when I found out my parents weren't coming for Thanksgiving I said to her I'm having a mini pity party and then I'm done right. See, I'm already done right. with it but right. I mean I was sad yeah. like that is my favorite yes but so let's let's step into how do you find gratitude so let's say things don't look the same yes let's say on Thanksgiving day as I'm preparing the food it's only my family who frankly doesn't always appreciate everything that I do in the kitchen <laughs> as much of when you bring more people in. Yeah. Or let's say that it's quiet on Christmas morning when you're used to being in a house full of family. Mm-hmm. Or let's say you're all alone or you're for by Thanksgiving. Yourself. Or for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. Uh, uh, New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. you know. So finding... So how do we find gratitude in those situations? And this... This is a topic you and I have discussed a lot also, and I'm glad that it's kind of working in because I learned how to get in the state of gratitude, um, I don't know, it was probably six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. and attempt to stay there all the time. I, I, know, I, know, I know how mm-hmm. to do it. Now, does that mean I'm in gratitude all the time? No, I'm human. You know, I fall, but... Well, it's a skill that you learn. It's, it's a skill that I learned, learn. and mm-hmm. I continue to learn. And... The other day I was thinking of the difference of somebody that has the practice at the end of the night sitting down with a journal and just writing all the things that they're thankful for. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful practice. So We've I'm probably think- both done it. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my health. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for my dog. What a- you know, whatever. Writing that journal. 
But once I learned the skill of gratitude in the moment, Mm -hmm. that journal actually looked very different because the journal is going through and stating the things that you, at the end of the day, can say, man, I'm really lucky that I have, or I'm, or God's blessed me with this. And acknowledging that's important, but you actually, there's so much more to gratitude. Yes. And it's being in the moment with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you this little story of how I finally started realizing that I was in the moment with gratitude. And it okay. was when I was cutting a green pepper. So I love the smell of fresh green pepper. It's, there's just this crispness to it. And I've always loved it. There's just something about it that draws me in. So I was cutting the green pepper on a cutting board and I said, Lord, thank you for this green pepper. This is Mm -hmm. amazing. And then I was like, that's it. Being there, Lord, thank you for this time with Didi doing this podcast. This, this, I'm so grateful for this. I'm not writing it in my journal later on. I'm actually recognizing it where it's at. And when you start recognizing, when you're in it, mm-hmm. you start being present in the moment. You're not thinking about the way that we got gypped with the holiday. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about what could happen in the future. You're just right there. And so these holidays, they're going to look different. Mm-hmm. But if we start the practice of being in the moment, giving thanks and gratitude in the moment, then you're constantly in the moment and all of a sudden time with your children elevates. The, the meals that are put on the table elevate. The conversations you have with your spouse elevates. Mm-hmm. You know, even walking out and letting your dog out in the evening and hearing the crickets chirp or, you know, hearing the wind blow, it elevates. Because all these blessings have been put around us, but when we're hanging out in the past because we're ticked off about the fact that things don't look the way they're supposed to, or if we're dreading the next day or angry about, you know, thinking about a conversation we're going to have, we do not hear that wind blow. We do Mm -hmm. not smell that green pepper. We don't hear our daughter come in and giggle about a joke that she heard on her class for the day. Like there's so many things we miss because we're not in it, we're, we're before it or we're after it. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we, you know, if people can start thinking about that leading up to Thanksgiving and start giving gratitude in the moment, what does that mean? A sound you hear, a smell you smell, a conversation you have, a relationship that you're feeling. When you see somebody that you're happy to see, giving thanks to seeing that person totally changes your interaction from the very yes. beginning with that person. So that can change your, this Thanksgiving and Christmas, these holiday seasons can look totally different if we commit to the practice of gratitude in the moment. Absolutely, absolutely. And I love how you brought up the example of cutting the green pepper because that probably would not have made that nightly gratitude list. It would have been forgotten, but because you were learning the skill of finding gratitude in the moment, and gratitude is not a feeling. Like gratitude is a mindset. And then that adjusts your feelings where you feel grateful for it when you're committed to finding 
the gratitude in the moment. You, does that make sense? Yeah, I completely... Ag- like, you have a physical shift in your body. Do you experience that? Yes. The yeah. Sitting in the living room with the fire popping or, you know, the, comf- the comfiness of a chair. Mm-hmm. Like, when you think, I like this, then if you give thanks for it... Dee Dee and I did a online platform for gratitude, and, and we were a part of mm-hmm. this daily gratitude journey... But, and, and I'm, I presented this book, but I'll go ahead and tell the audience, there's a book um, by Ann Voskamp called 1,000 Gifts. And working through that book is where I started working through the recognition of daily gifts. And one of the things she said is, Thanksgiving precedes the miracles. Mm-hmm. And that was something it took me a while to truly understand. That doesn't make sense. Like typically if a miracle happens, we say thanks afterwards, right? Like whether it's a child makes it through an accident or when a baby's born or when a deal goes through that didn't look like it was gonna go through, then we're like giving gratitude. And when I realized as I started understanding the concept of there are so many miracles around us all the time, but because we're, when we're not in gratitude and giving thanksgiving for it, we don't even see it. Mm-hmm. But when you give thanksgiving, then all of a sudden the miracles around you become like crystal clear. Mm-hmm. So that saying has stuck with me from the time that I studied that probably, I don't know, it was six or seven years ago. It's going to be a different year. It is going to be a different year. And another key to staying in gratitude is learning to forgive quickly. Mm. Because you cannot be in gratitude and be resentful at the same time. And if you're resentful and angry and playing into all those negative emotions, then you are not experiencing gratitude. I love gratitude. I love talking about gratitude because it changes. It is a game changer in your life. When you learn to stay in a state of gratitude, it, you can't be angry. You can't be angry. You can't be resentful. If something has happened, then you just want to address it. You don't want to get back at somebody. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to stew in it. Like, none of that feels good when you want to live in gratitude. And you want to make things right with people yes. if you offend them. Yes. I, if When you are in gratitude, then you don't want to be in with odd, odds with people. Like, mm-hmm. just in general. Mm-hmm. And you're comfortable with saying I'm wrong. Yeah. Because we're all wrong. You know, like, it's, oh, it's such, it's such a great... The practice of gratitude in a daily basis in, in a life is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's contagious too. I mean, people that are, are, have a practice of gratitude, I mean, I gravitate towards them. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. who I want to be around. Like I have no resentful, bitter, angry people. Or <laughs> that is, I can, I can love them and I'll pray for them. But I don't want to like be there with them no. through it because yeah. it's it's also contagious and I don't want anything. To, I don't want that yeah. for myself. Yeah. 
So if you have never practiced the art of gratitude, I want to give you a few little tips, and I'm sure Nicole's going to have a few more too. But gratitude is not just saying you're thankful for something. So this is a really great way to begin practicing gratitude in your life, and what you'll see is like your day is going to shift if you do this. So in the morning, when you get up, maybe even before you get out of bed, um, take time and think of something that you're incredibly grateful for and you think about it but you don't just think about it in your head you feel it inside of you you allow that gratitude to penetrate your different emotions like i want you to feel in that moment how you feel with that situation like really feel the gratitude over it and then Think about something else, like what is something else you're grateful for? And be specific on why you're grateful for it. It could even be a smell, like the way your kids smell or something, like after they've had their bath. You know, like whatever it is, like, but feel that. And um, allow yourself to be in the moment of feeling that gratitude. It will evolve elevate your energy it will and it will elevate your mindset and you're gonna see things differently you're gonna want to love people better um and more genuinely but if you begin those times and you don't have to do it in the morning but it's great to do it in the morning because it's setting the pace for the rest of your day but any time that you are able to like Find gratitude in the moment. Just enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, like, feel, feel it. And the hot shower. A hot shower. The hot shower. Yes. The, the, the swishing of your powder brush after you, you put your mm-hmm. finishing powder on. Um, the, the sound of the coffee maker. The smell of coffee. Yeah. The, you know, and the, the difference is, is when you start pointing out to yourself, like recognizing all of these things that have been gifts in your life. Gifts, mm-hmm. gifts, gifts, gifts. Then the thing, the, the pile of dirty dishes, of course we want to be grateful for it because we have loved ones that have dirtied those dishes. But being by pointing out all these gifts, you look at those dif- dishes differently. Like you're not right. forcing yourself to be thankful for the dishes. You just are in a, your state is different. You have elevated from the start how you're feeling. Therefore, you're not bitter and angry and, you know, resentful. Yeah. You're looking at things differently because you have, because in your moment, it's different. Okay, let's talk about the dishes because this is great because no mom ever walks in and goes, oh, I am so grateful that my family has left a pile of dirty dishes in the sink and around the sink. And the the trash can is full. I am so grateful that there are people in my house and I have the opportunity to clean all this up again this morning, even though I did it last night. And, and don't you feel like the topic of gratitude, what we've been fed, is that that's where we're supposed to be grateful. Right. Like we're supposed to be like, I'm so glad that I have people making all these messes and right like we've been told that that's where you're supposed to then draw the gratitude yeah but it's not like that's bogus so but you can find gratitude in it 
you can find gratitude and okay this is an opportunity for me to serve my family and this is an opportunity for me to teach them how to love other people and respect other people and how to live um, respectfully but that's not the word I'm looking for thoughtfully in a house in a house with others and this is gonna change their future relationships and when they have families of their own you know like the way that i respond right now is going to set a precedence for how they could respond in the future like in the state that your heart's in in that moment will drive the way that you respond to yes the situation yeah and so when i take that attitude which this is not bogus we both live this way (laughs) You know, like this is, we, we might be like, oh my gosh, I just cleaned this up. And you're like, okay, I'm going to use this as an opportunity though. What good can come out of this? And so then when the family comes down, you're like, hey guys, um, last night before I went to bed, I had the kitchen cleaned and I came down and it looked like this. And that wasn't a very kind thing to do. And so you have that opportunity to talk into them like how think about how you would feel if you were in that situation and we just need to respect each other and realize like it's not nice to put to not clean up after myself. I literally just had this happen before I came to your house. Did you? I mean yeah yes so I was on zoom calls for hours with on in and I went to the kitchen and it was just ridiculous. I mean I just looked around right. and so I said, hey, when you see something out of place, please put it back. And so what my son started doing is, well, this and this is mine, but that, that, and that isn't. Right. Is not mine. And I said, what I need from you guys is just to love each other well and not even keep score on who, whose belongs. How about we all just always keep an eye out for the stuff and just just put it away. Mm-hmm. And he started grabbing stuff and he said he was sorry. And and I and I know that he didn't feel under attack because I didn't have yeah. that tone whatsoever. Yeah. But he realized when he looked around too, he was like, Yeah, so this means mom would have to do all this. It it was yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um so this was a real life situation in our life when quarantine started. Because everybody was back home and in the house and we were here all the time eating. And I was like, okay, is all a quarantine going to just be me doing dishes? Like, it was crazy. And now that we've had these conversations, it's not always perfect. No. I mean, it's not always perfect when I do it either, you know? But, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this pan to cool before I leave. But there is an effort that there's thoughtfulness for other people and teaching a good skill to pick up after yourself. And and to be kind and there's not that well i'm not taking her plate she left her plate well you're going downstairs so why don't you grab it you know that consideration that you need in a family so i love that that just happened to you yeah i know like i was like that is my real life right before i came here but i had two of the three children in there at the time and they both just started grabbing stuff to put away i have a feeling if i would have come at it in a with a totally different heart if I would have been like you know this is ridiculous and I would have just been angry then it's not that they wouldn't have cleaned it but they would have been, everybody would have been the elevation of the energy negative yeah. energy in the room would have 
would have risen. They would have been attacking each other about mm-hmm. the things that they didn't do. And that wasn't the case. Like it just kind of all played out. I don't want to clean up people's stuff all the time. Like that's, and I am very thankful for all the people in my house, but I would like them to be responsible for their stuff also. But I want to stay in a place where I can be an excellent leader and teacher for them. Yes. And being in gratitude puts me in that position. Yeah. And you always have the choice. When Mm -hmm. you're confronted with something and you're going to get angry about it, you always have the choice to say, okay, what good can come out of this situation? How can I be a good leader? How can I be a good teacher? How can I be a good example? How can I be something that I would want my children to one day emulate? And that is powerful and that is exciting. And that that's why when there are conflicts within relationships, you can say, okay, I'm grateful for this because it gives us an opportunity to have a really good conversation. Okay, we took this subject. It was funny, didn't we start? The subject start about how the holidays are going to look different. And we ended up this, this way, which it still all comes full circle because... yeah. It does. It, it all comes full circle. The, our expectations need to be different this year. Mm-hmm. And if we can be in gratitude going forward, I think all of our listeners can have new traditions, fun new moments. They can do new things with their families, smell new smells, see new sights, and, and come out of 2020 not bitter and angry about how the holidays were, but just thankful that they had the opportunities they had with the family that they spent it with. Yeah, absolutely. Or how could they pour into their families that they weren't able to spend it with? Because that's a very likely scenario too. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope that you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. And we just pray that as you go into this time, that you will do a heart check to see where you are. And if you find that you're just bitter and resentful and you've been angry, that you'll let that go and that you will find a way to love on those that you love the most, even if you can't be there in person. Yes. So happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We're grateful for you. Yes. Oh, did you like this? (laughs) Yeah.